0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Nancy G. Espinoza, National Commander of the Disabled American Veterans. Next up in Bill's discussions with the leaders of the various veterans' organizations is the DAV. National Commander Espinosa is highly qualified to lead the organization as she is currently serving as the DAV adjutant for the state of Utah. She shares information on the activities of the DAV and how effective the organization has been in providing claims assistance to our veterans in need. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have with us today a really great guest, a lady who's put a lot of effort into veterans and into making sure that veterans get the benefits they deserve. Nancy G. Espinosa, and she's the DAB National Commander. Welcome to the program. Good morning,
2: Bill. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's a wonderful morning. It's fantastic to be here with you. Thank you for the invitation. How's it out there in Utah? Well, it's a little bit drizzly this morning. We have some rain, which is welcome. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited for that. So. (laughs) Looks like you're
1: going to get some more, too.
2: It looks like it, probably for a day or so, but that's fine with us. We'll take it.
1: So you were just elected as the national commander of DAV, and everybody should realize that this is a friendly interview, because if one for DAV, I would not have gotten from the VA and from the government the disabilities that I had earned or were forced upon me. I'm not sure which. but. <laughs> I am a lifetime member of DAV, and so there won't be any arguments here. It'll just be fun. Great. So tell us a little bit about DAV.
2: DAV is a great organization. It's been around for a little over a hundred years. Since right after World War One, we've been helping veterans obtain the benefits they so rightly deserve and have earned with their service. We provide free professional assistance, as you mentioned, with claims and benefits for not only the veteran, but their families and their caregivers. Uh, We have a lot of outreach programs, such as job fairs for employment after transitioning from military into civilian life. That's one thing that was very helpful I would have liked to have when I came out of the military in 1990. I'm a 15-year Army veteran 10 years reserve for active duty and one National Guard in New Mexico. So when I came out of the service, I was looking for a job and there were no DAV job fairs at that time. But now anyone coming out of the military can access the job fairs both virtually and in person in a lot of areas of the country. And there are many employers that are willing to hire veterans because of the talents and the skills that they bring to the workplace.
1: You know, that's something really that I, as much as I am involved with DAV, the job fair aspect of it is something that I've not really looked at. Not that I'm looking for a job. Sure.
2: It's really great for young veterans who are either unemployed or underemployed because these Employers are willing to hire them, again, with the skills that they bring to the table. And also spouses of veterans, they can also attend job fairs. Now, that's important. Yes. And also, a lot of spouses can transfer their credentials if they're a nurse or if they're a cosmetologist. In some states, they can transfer those accreditations to their new uh, duty station or wherever they've decided to transition into civilian life. So it's very helpful.
1: Does DAV give them assistance in being able to transfer?
2: Well, DAV will support them once they get their transfer to their new location, wherever they decide to settle.
1: They have to go ahead and get their get their paperwork set up so they could take the jobs that are available.
2: Um, at the job fairs, the employers are there accepting resumes and assisting the veteran to get the job that they're most qualified for. So the employers are right there at those job fairs, letting them know what positions they have available and assisting them with acquiring those jobs.
1: You know, I was talking, in fact, doing an interview with one of the people from the VA, and we were talking about filing claims. And of course, they were saying, you know, if you go to va.gov, there's a way you can go through and look at how to file and what to file and when to file, and what paperwork is necessary. And I said, let me ask you, would you advise someone to file their own claim? All the information is there. Yes, I, I agree. But would you advise them? And they said, no. We advise people to look for someone who is out there who will file the claim for them and is competent and is trained, but not necessarily is paid to do that.
2: Correct. Uh, DAV has national service officers and local department and chapter service officers in many areas throughout the country. Uh, If you go to DAV.org, the website is DAV.org, then you can look for, if you need help, there's a menu option, need help, go there, select the location where you're at, it'll give you the local phone number to the national service officers, also an email address. Right now, email is the quickest way to reach them. And what they'll do is they'll help you complete a power of attorney to allow DAV to look at your records and represent you before the VA. Once that's on your record, then the service officer will talk to the veteran about the illnesses, injuries, and anything anything that happened to them while they were on active duty to see what compensation they're entitled to. So if you go through this process with the National Service Officer, as you mentioned, they've been trained. They go through 18 months of training before they're accredited. They learn anatomy. They learn the processes with VA, all of the claims, documentations that are required for different aspects of claims, such as military sexual trauma. They're trained on that. They're trained on toxic exposures and the recent PACT Act that was passed and helping veterans get as many benefits as they're entitled to. So it's really very helpful to go through DAV service officers for assistance. A lot of times, as you mentioned, veterans can find their own forms but are they thorough? Are they complete? Do they connect that back to their service? So there's a lot of things that an individual veteran can miss by doing their own claim. And DAV is trained to help with that.
1: And like I say, the person I interviewed from the VA said, you know, we're up for that. We like it because when a packet comes in from DAV or VFW or American Legion, whatever the VSO is, it's complete. It's put together. We don't have to go back and forth six times, look at performs. So that is the important part, isn't it?
2: Yes, very important. I get calls quite a bit from, from quite a few veterans who say that I was referred to DAV either by a fellow veteran or, as you mentioned, the VA will refer them to us, especially if they have a complicated claim and the veteran is sort of lost and they need guidance, they'll be sent to DAV.
1: You know, actually, it's interesting you say you get calls I guess it's important to point out that you're the adjutant for Utah, correct? Yes, sir, I am. What does an adjutant do?
2: The adjutant is responsible for making sure that the department, which means the state, and all of the chapters in that department are doing their job as DAV entities. Are they reaching out to veterans who need help? Are they receiving calls and assisting veterans who may have a temporary loss of employment and giving them direction on where to go, or maybe they're on the verge of becoming homeless. We know the resources, both state, local, and DAV, and the VA, where we can point them in the right direction. A lot of my job is also to set up events in the state of Utah for our chapters. DAV has a national convention every year. I'm sure you're aware this year it was in uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. But the states also have local conventions, and we're responsible for setting those up, inviting veterans, existing members, as well as new possible members to come in and learn about DAV.
1: So this is a paid position within DAV, correct? It is. It better be for all you're telling me you're doing.
2: (laughs) Now, some states don't have a salaried position. Some are volunteers. It just depends on the size of the state and how much interaction is going on between veterans and DAV on the local level.
1: You also brought something up, bringing in new members, bringing in people who might
2: be part of it. How do we go about that? We have some really good recruiters here in Utah that when they speak to a veteran or throughout the country, I'm not saying just specifically here in Utah, but throughout the country, fellow DAV members are so anxious to share everything that they've been helped with or you know, they helped my father, he was 90, he had never filed, he was a Vietnam veteran. There are still cases like that, where people don't realize they're entitled to these benefits, or maybe they think someone else is more deserving. But as a member of DAV, you're made aware of everything that DAV is doing. You get the camaraderie with your fellow veterans, when you served, where you served. There's a lot of commonalities with people in DAV, and once they become a member, they realize that it's like my friends in the military. I get to hang out with them again, or I get to work with them on a common purpose again.
1: It, it is so important to belong to something, in my mind. I belong to all of them, but it's because I get something from each one. Sure. They're uniquely. Each of the organizations is uniquely different. Each one provides a different kind of service, but it's important to belong to something. And I will say with DAV, our guys worked hard to get me my first claim through. And I took my first check that I got from the government and bought my lifetime membership in DAV. Wonderful. But it should point out that if you're at least 80 years of age, is it? Yes. Yes that there is no
2: charge to belong to the A B,
1: and I believe they're the only ones like that.
2: Correct. Well, I know that it's free after 80 years old. I'm not sure if we're the only ones that do that, but it's a great benefit for anyone wanting to join an organization, be a part of something bigger than yourselves, as we were when we were in the military. It's a continuation of that service, really.
1: You know, there people laugh at me when I say veterans are different, but we are. Our whole experience is not the college experience. You know, it's it's a whole different experience. And, and it's early in our lives. So it does bend us or change us in different ways. And to be a part of something like DAB or American Legion, any one of the groups, is very important as you grow older.
2: Yes, we're also seeing a lot of older people and young people now that are coming in to volunteer with us at DAV. We have outreach programs, say at a Golden Corral or at a location where we greet veterans coming through and ask them, do you have all the benefits that you've earned? Can we help you with anything? Are you passing your education benefits to your family members? Are you aware of DAV in your local community and would you like to join us and be a part of this organization? So we do that quite a bit as we go out and outreach to veterans.
1: We're down to about two minutes. And I know I haven't asked you everything that I probably should have because I get carried away and I love DAV and you guys have been so good to me. And I want others to come in and do something. But what would you like to share to close out the interview?
2: Thank you, Bill. I would like to share that another part of DAV's mission is to represent veterans and their families on Capitol Hill nationally and locally. Now we've been told several times by our executive director in Washington, D.C. that all politics is local, meaning we need to encourage our local representatives, senators, etc., cetera, to take care of veterans. Whenever something comes up that's beneficial to veterans, please support it with us. We have a Commander's Action Network and it can be reached at davcan.org, davcan.org. On that website, you can register with your local address and you'll get emails letting you know what DAV is working on and trying to encourage our legislators to support for veterans. So some of those pertain to you, some of those may not. But keep in mind, they're all for veterans benefits. And we want all of our brothers and sister veterans to get the benefits that they need. And DAV can is one way to do it, to encourage our legislators to support veterans legislation.
1: I thank you so much for coming on the show. And by the way, as a teaser, you led me into something right there. In, in October, there'll be a show talking about the attack on TRICARE for Life that's going okay. on right now and you're probably aware of it, won't get into it, but we will do a show on it because it's something you really, if you have Tricare for Life, you're going to want to listen to. Okay. Sounds really great. Today's guest has been Nancy G. Espinosa, DAV National Commander. I wish you the very best for your year and keep this organization going the way it's been. Thanks so much for being with me. Well, do. Thank you, Bill. Remember, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.